Welcome to On Air with Russell of Hotels, where we talk about everything hospitality, from hotels to influencers and everything in between. We will feature guest interviews with hospitality professionals who will share their experiences. Your host, Russell Edmond, has spent over 25 years in the hospitality industry, beginning his career with Marriott International in hotel operations, before moving into the sales arena and becoming a relationship-building director of sales and marketing. Russell then went to the other side as a hospitality entrepreneur. He now consults in the hotel and meeting space, which includes being the CEO of Russell of Hotels Group. Did I mention he was a veggie foodie? Yes, Russell is always looking for good non-meat eats. Please welcome your host, Russell Edmond. Good afternoon and thank you for joining On Air with Russell of Hotels Live Hospitality Talk Show. Today is Tuesday, July 19th. Uh, hope all is well. Hope you guys are doing great today. You're staying cool. Uh, well, some places are going through a heat wave from what I understand. We're about 73 degrees here in L.A., um, but some other places I saw like overseas in Europe, they're experiencing some, I think it was London specifically, they're experiencing 103, 105 degree weather, um, and they're not prepared for it. So um, I guess that's one thing growing up here in Southern California, or me specifically growing up in Blythe, uh, where 110 degrees you know, like a consecutive month for a whole month is was no big deal. That was like that's just par that's just par for the course, right? So, um, but you know, everyone's not prepared for that stuff. So, I mean, I, you know, I'm even though I grew up in it, I don't want to go back there, and <laughs> I don't think I would survive. Okay, so let's just throw it out there, okay? But anyway, thank you guys so much for joining on air Russell Hotels. Uh, let me check out my comments. Uh, Charles Skiffer says doing well. It's in the office. Yes, sir. It's cool. And yeah, it's cool in the office. It's cool inside. I don't have air conditioning here, but, um, um, but, um, and I don't have a fan going on. My door is closed because I want to minimize the sound, but I'll get through the show, right? I'll get through the show. It'll probably be like 70 something degrees by the time I'm done because of the lights and all that stuff. Uh, here in this um, in my, in my studio, but um, but anyway, hey, we're live on YouTube, so make sure um, you guys follow me. What is it? No, subscribe to me on YouTube. Follow me on LinkedIn. Follow me on um, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, you know, TikTok. Even I'm, I've been doing more TikTok videos lately. You know, one thing about TikTok that I like is that you can post a you can um, post a video on TikTok and take that same video and put it on your other platforms and it looks good. I mean, it, the, the quality and the clarity of the videos looks a lot better. And TikTok is the only one that I think, unless I'm doing something wrong, that you can take that video and put it onto Twitter and the music still plays because a lot of the um, platforms, if you, if I made a video on Instagram and then put that on um, Twitter, the music won't play on a video. So it just, the video will play, but the music won't play along with it. I don't know why that is. Is it a music rights thing? I don't know. Um, but 
Anyway, so TikTok is my go-to for making a video and posting it like on Facebook. The only thing is the video, if it's a long video, the music will shut off. Okay, so the music is only going to give you a certain, like, say, 30 seconds. So if that video is a minute, it's only going to give you 30 seconds of music. So make sure your videos are not as long. So Lonnie Wolf is in the house. He's in in the house strong. It's been a long time, Lonnie Wolf. You know, we missed you. So thank you so much, Lonnie, for for joining on air with Russell of Hotels, show number 168 and counting. Hey, a quick shout out before I get to anywhere. Quick shout out to Miss Marilis Crock and her husband, John. I understand they had been sick. They both had been ill uh, last week. And I I saw this and I'm only mentioning this because I saw it on um, on one of the platforms. Um, I don't know if it was Instagram or whatever, which whatever one it was, but um, I just want to give them a shout out. Hope they're feeling better. Uh, Marilis, if some of you know, she works for, um, she's a VP of sales for um, Visit Anaheim. Okay. One of the, the huge, the biggest DMOs out here, the the DMOs that are doing the most out here. Okay. So I'm, I can say that I, I said it. All right. So no, I have a lot of respect for Marilis. She's an old Marriott person and she's been on the show once or twice. And, uh, not that, you know, that's the only reason I'm giving her a shout out because, you know, I, I, I tendly, I, I care about people. Right. So uh, not that she's been on the show that I'm giving her a shout out, but because I did hear that she was not feeling well, her and her husband. So uh, you guys take care and hopefully you guys are d- uh, doing better uh, this week. Or I guess uh, this was on Sunday from th- uh, Friday to this past Sunday, a couple of days ago was my family reunion. Right. So, so glad to get that out of the way. It was the it's called the Love Family Reunion. Love is the family name. It's not just the Love Fest, but I guess it is It is a Love Fest, but love happens to be my family's, uh, actually my grandmother's maiden name. So, so yeah, so we got a chance to see people we haven't seen in a couple years because the last reunion we did was 2018. We normally do them every other year, um, and we haven't done one since 2018. So it was good to see people there. We had about 130 people, something like that, which is far below where, you know, we've been in the past. I mean, we've been over 200, you know, 200 to 250 before. Um, So hopefully we can get back to those, you know, bar any other, you know, issues that that come up. But hopefully we can get those numbers back up. But it was still good to see people still. I I saw people I hadn't seen in a while. Saw my cousin Jeffrey D. Mack. He was there. Um you know, and it was good to see him because I hadn't seen him in, I don't know, 20, I don't know, 20, 30 years or something like that. Um, we had talked, but I just hadn't seen him. Right. So, yeah. So it's good to see him. He's a retired military now, 20 something years, uh, lives in Arizona. So it was just good to see him. And uh, and he helped me cook or right? he helped me grill hot dogs and and burgers. And yeah, I had to nine meat eats going. So don't, you know, don't think just because it's a a barbecue, a family reunion thing, I don't represent nine meat eats because I do. So we did some uh, regular veggie burgers. And then uh, of course we did the, um, what's the, I came in, I'm at a loss for words now. Uh, The beyond meat, we did the beyond meat as well. So, um, so yeah, reunion was good. Lonnie, thank you so much for asking. It's always good. I wish my mom had been there. Uh, but, um, she didn't, but my aunt came, her sister, and she came to represent. So, uh, we just appreciate that family was there, right? So cousins, aunts, uncles, you know, 
even some friends came, you know what I mean? So it was just good to get people there, see people, um, and just, you know, see how people are doing, you know, that, that kind of thing. So, and, and, and break bread and, and, and have conversations and hug and play games. And we bowled one night, uh, then we had a dinner, um, bowled, wait, okay, let me give you the breakdown. Let me give you a breakdown real quick. Okay. Friday starts on Friday. So Friday, like from 4.30 to about 6.30, we have a meet and greet where you sign up or no, you um, check in, you get your T-shirts and, you know, your program, you know, a list of the agenda for the weekend. So and then from there we go to the bowling. Bowling goes from 8 to, uh, let's say, 10.30, 11 o'clock. And then in the morning, 10.30 is when the picnic and then there's uh, not bowling, there's golf. A couple people play golf, which I wasn't one of them. Um, but the picnic goes from 10:30 to two and then you get a little break there. And then the dinner starts at 6:30 to about 11. And then you're on your own from that point on. And then Sunday you have breakfast or whatever and say, say, say your goodbyes and boom, we're done. Right. So, um, so it was good though. So it was good. Thank you so much for asking Lonnie. I appreciate that. So, um, you know, I just I have to mention that stuff because I plan the hotel part. I plan, but we have a committee, um, so everybody jumps in. So it's a committee of about I want to say six, kind of six or seven people, and everyone has their role, right? At least everyone should have their role. Where um, if you do the accounting part, you know the numbers, and you're, you're bringing in money and all that stuff. Okay, that's your job, right? If you're doing the like menu selection and the program for the um, for the banquet, okay, that's your thing. Or all the activities for all the the different, uh, like the picnic, the the dinner, and bowling, okay, that's your thing. If you're doing just bowling, that's your thing, right? If you're doing hotels, that's your thing. Everybody sticks to their lane, right? I don't go in and say, okay, I'm going to start collecting money because that's not what I do. Or I'm going to start ordering T-shirts because that's not what I do, right? I do the hotel thing and, you know, contracts and all that stuff. That's what I do. So everybody, so it's important. So, so people that are thinking about doing family reunions, you know, don't do it all your, on your own. You, you definitely want family members to help you because you want people to buy off on what you're doing, right? You don't want to just go off on your own and start doing things you're like, well, then he did this and he did. Well, no, if you need, if you have help, then you can divvy up the things, right? So everyone has their own roles. And I've been doing this family reunion since 92. Okay. So, uh, there's probably three or four of us out of the seven or eight that have been doing it since 92. So, um, but we've always known our roles, right? We don't deviate from that. So my suggestion, like I said, if you're doing a family reunion that you stick to what you know, okay. And then that's it. And then keep it moving. Uh, it's a lot of work, but so worth it. Yeah. Marsha, my sister. Now see, Marsha is one that she sticks to what she knows, right? She, her responsibility is t-shirts. Okay. So she, someone may say, okay, we want this type of t-shirt or whatever. They give her the design, but she, you know, she gives it, she has the contacts to get this stuff made at a cheaper price than probably normal, normal people could get it. Right. So her job is that she networks with all these people. So she knows T-shirt maker, she knows DJ, she knows photographer. I mean, she had a dope-ass photographer this time, Serena. Um, yeah, she did a great job. Uh, you know, she had drones. She had, I mean, she had every single thing that you would need to make a family reunion memorable, right? And a lot of stuff is already put on the Facebook page for the Love Family Reunion 2022 
Facebook page. So she did, she did all that stuff. So Marsha is like our point as far as, you know, what did t-shirts cost? You know, you know, when are we going to get them? Uh, do you, we need a DJ? We need a photographer. You know, we need, you know, anything, almost anything she can do, but you know, she, like I said, she's designated for certain things. And then the presentation, like the, the presentation of, you know, graduates and things like that. So it's a video presentation that we did. And then she put that together as well. So yes, Lonnie, we're part of the reunion. Yes. Yes. Lonnie and Dylan. Yes. You're more than welcome to join next time. And the next time is supposed to be in Vegas. Okay. So, um, but we'll, we'll see about that, but I've, I've, I've gotten some, I already put it, put out the RFP for 2024, July 2nd, Week at the I want to say it's the 19th to the 21st, um, but you always make sure that you have flexible dates just in case it come back and the rates too high. You can say, hey, what about that following week? Are the rates better the following week? So you always want to make sure when planning an event, a meeting, a retreat or whatever, have several sets of dates. Don't just go in with, oh, these are dates that we need and that's it, because you never know those dates that it can be over a citywide convention. So you may not get the rooms or you may get the rooms, but the rates are going to be out of control. Okay. I just had this happen to a client of mine several weeks ago where they wanted to go to a certain destination out here in Southern California, but they only had one set of dates. And there's a, there's no way we can change those dates or no way we can add additional dates. I'm like, well then they ended up canceling. So, which is fine. I mean, Hey, but always have a different set of dates. Okay. There's bound to, be some crazy uncle who gets arrested in Vegas, Russell. <laughs> I'm sure, but guess what? It won't be me. Okay. <laughs> so, and then Marsha says she took 1,404 pictures and videos. That is crazy. But hey, that's what it takes. If you're, you know, passionate about what you do, and she's definitely that, um, 1,400, yeah, I, yeah, I, I mean, I took just me on my little phone. I took, you know, 50 or 60. So I can just imagine she, she would take 1400 But no, that's great. So, but that was it. So that's, you know, it about the reunion. Uh, they, like I said, we all had a good time. So thank you, Visit Anaheim, for what you guys did, you know, with the park and all that stuff, or just recommendations and things like that. I, we do appreciate that. And always start with your... DMO destination marketing organization, which is the CVB convention and visitors bureau tourism board, whatever the name they're going by their job and their services are free, right? So you need to tap into that resource because the services are free. They don't, it doesn't cost you anything. And their job is, you know, economic development for the most part. Um, so there's businesses that, that are there and the business businesses want to make sure there's tourism dollars that are coming back to them. Right. So, there you go. So that, that's what that's that's how that works. That's how that whole uh, tourism board, CVBs, DMOs, all that stuff works. It's the it's the tourism arm of the city, of the city government. There you go. Can't say any more different than that. Uh, no discounts, Lonnie. Yes, definitely no discounts. So uh, okay. Anyway, anyway, let's see. Let me go into the next thing. Industry news. Okay. I have a couple of things on industry news. Well, first of before I get to this housekeeping services protocol, LA County is going back to the indoor mask mandate of July 30th. I'm not sure if you guys know that I did hear that um, a couple of days ago, unless something has changed, 
Uh, you have you'll be required to wear a mask indoors, you know, businesses and things like that starting July 30th, unless something changes. OK, so be aware of that if you're in L.A. County. And of course, you know, when L.A. County does something, you know, other counties will follow suit because the numbers are starting to go up. I'm not sure if you guys know the COVID numbers and all these different variants. They're starting. The numbers are starting to increase again. Uh, I know in L- L.A. County, I think throughout the world, but I know I'm just, you know, I live in L.A. County, so. Uh, I know that for a fact. So let's be safe. Let's continue to be safe. Let's this stuff is not over. Um, yeah, we we've laxed for a minute, um, but we got to get back on track because we don't want this stuff to affect us. But I guarantee you nothing's going to be closing down like it did before. They said been there, done that. We ain't doing that again. Got the T-shirt. We're not doing that again. OK, so something I mean, huge has to happen. I mean, more people need to be infected before they shut down again. Okay, I don't think that's going to happen again. But anyway, that's just that's just me saying that. Uh, Okay, so housekeeping services protocol. So I don't know if you guys remember a couple weeks ago. What did um, Lonnie says? The new variant is not kind in Florida either. See, there you go. So it's going on there too. So. Um, I'm not sure if they have a, no, you guys never had a mask mandate in Florida, I don't think. But, uh, but anyway, so, so when I checked in to the hotel, which was the Delta hotel by Marriott. Okay. Checked in and they asked you, do you want housekeeping services? Okay. And of course, what did I say? I said, yeah, I do. Okay. Well, I didn't know it came with some type of protocol and it was called a light refresh. I wasn't aware of that. Right. So, uh, and I'm just sharing this with you because this is my experience. So, uh, like I said, when I checked in, they, she asked me, uh, would, you, would you like, you know, housekeeping services to come and have your room refreshes? I think the, the, the term she used. And I said, yes, definitely. Every day. I was only there for two days, but every day. Because remember, I want people to make sure they get their hours, right? So I was, you know, very vocal a couple of weeks ago saying that I had a hotel not do it before. But then I went back and I had to think about it. And I was like, well, if I don't have, if we don't have people going clean, that means they're not going to get their hours. That means they're not going to have medical coverage. It's a whole domino effect. Okay. And remember I come from hotels, right? And, and specifically I came, my first job was housekeeping manager. So I understand the game. Okay. So anyway, so I said, yes, definitely. I want you to clean my room. So I thought they were going to come in and, you know, make up the bed, all that stuff. Okay. Well, I get this note, Right. She said, this is, these are the services that they'll give you. Okay, and I'm going to read it. It says, Dear Guest, thank you for choosing the Delta Hotel uh, by Marriott in Anaheim at your, as your destination hotel. One on, I can't even read. On behalf of the entire hotel team, I would like to personally welcome you to the hotel. Due to current COVID-19 um, pandemic, we are not servicing stayover rooms to minimize contact during your stay. Okay, I, I, I like that. However, if you would like to request a light refresh to your room, please contact the front desk the day before uh, the next day service or before 8 a.m. for the same day service. Okay, that I checked in. So that's, you know, she basically acknowledged that I wanted, you know, or, you know, that I wanted the service. Uh, And it says it a light reset, a, a light refresh consists of the following four areas of your room. They will replace used tiles. They will replenish condiments and toiletry items like coffee, tea, shampoo, shower, gel, etc. Remove any trash from the two trash cans under the desk and in the bathroom and vacuum service. 
Okay, so those are the four things that they do. They don't make up your bed. They're not changing in linen. Um, because I even asked, I said, what if I want my bed, you know, made up or changed? Well, we're not doing that. Okay, all right. You know what? That's fine because I know up front. Okay, I know up front. So I'm not, I don't have these lofty expectations. Well, this is the funny thing. I didn't read this. And then I went back to the room and asked uh, my family. I said, hey, did they, did housekeeping clean the room? Because the bed wasn't made, right? <laughs> so they said, yeah, I think they came in. And, you know, we had, you know, fresh set of towels or whatever. Um, yeah, so um, yeah, they did come in. They did vacuum. They did change. The, they emptied the trash. They changed the, the towels. Uh, but they didn't, they don't make up the bed. Okay, so. That was my indication. See, when I walk in a room, my indication is that if it, if the bed is made up, they've been in here, okay. But I I didn't look at the trash. I didn't even think about that. Then then I later I went and and got this and said, let me look at this. And I said, oh, it's like a day later, right? And I said, oh, rep- okay. So only do four things, okay. So I know that now, and I'm sure this is a standard thing with with Marriott because this was a Marriott hotel, so this is a standard thing with them. Um, and we all want to, and I always said that you want to reduce the amount of touch points anyway from people outside of your, your family or whatever people you're traveling with. Um, so I understand it. So minimize the touch points and that's what you want. And I'm okay with that. I just didn't know what it was, but I was glad I was asked when I checked in. I'm just looking at the notes here or the comments and Marsha, my sister says she wasn't asked that at check-in. So See, this, that's the thing. See, what's, we need to be consistent with messaging. That's, the, that's my whole issue with some of this stuff. It's the communication. We need to over-communicate this stuff. So hotel people, you're listening, make sure we're over-communicating this. If these are your protocols, that's fine. Whatever the protocols are, let's do them. Let's be consistent. Okay, so that's it. I just want to make sure I share that with you. That's my industry stuff. And, um, and thank you, Marsha, for sharing that information family reunion how many times you hear that song did you know that (laughs) i don't even know if i should say this (laughs) Uh, i don't know and and i just have to ask this um consistent yes consistency consistent my life says hello. Yes, you got to be consistent. No, I'm not going to ask that question. So, um, never mind. I'm not even going to ask that question. So, moving on. Oh, thank you. You guys remember last week I had Mr. Junior Tava'a. He's a chief sales officer with Visit Anaheim. He was on last week. We talked about everything DMO, everything destination marketing organization, how they worked. Um, what the benefit is to using them. And I just mentioned the benefit again, uh, as far as a family reunion is concerned, because a lot of DMOs, they want leisure business. They want leisure group business. They want that family reunion business. Okay. So this, this type of stuff that we just had, that's great for hotels, especially around like the Disneyland area, because guess what? Groups put a lot of people to work. Okay. Banquets specifically. So a group, they want to make sure with the group that you have some type of catered function. In our case, the dinner, right? Because that impl- that makes sure, you know, the banquet staff is working, right? So like weddings and things like that, that, you know, your banquet staff is working. And during COVID, they weren't working. Well, a lot of people weren't working, but those would be the last to come because the meetings were the last to, 
to come back online. Meetings and restaurant, you know, food and beverage, total food and beverage operations were the last things to come back online. So, you know what? I'm happy to help wherever I can help or where our groups can help, right? So just make sure you're, you, you know that and, and how that works. Uh, but, yeah, hotels want that type, destinations, hotels, they want that type of business where they know that, okay, we're going to get, you know, uh, 50 rooms on this night or this weekend, 100 room nights on this weekend, and we're going to get, you know, $10,000 in food and beverage. We know that going into this, right? So that's what they want. That's what they want. So if you know reunions that are going on, you know, have them, have them at a hotel. I mean, it's, it's helping everybody, helping the economy, helping the tourism. It helps everything out. So, uh, but thank you, Junior, so much for coming on. It was a long time for me to ask you. And, you know, Junior's always good and professional about how he responds to, you know, my craziness and my questions. So, but no, we had a great time last week. If you guys have not seen it, it was last week's show. So please feel free. That was show number 167. So feel free to to check it out. Um, and, and, and tell a friend and share it with people. So once again, Junior Tava'a, Chief Sales Officer uh, with Visit Anaheim. And I, I typed in collaboration at the bottom. What does that mean? During the talk, he talked about so many times of how often him and um, his counterparts at other DMOs collaborate on things or they communicate, communicate, collaborate. Um, and specifically, uh, Darren Green, who is his counterpart at, at um, Visit LA or Discover LA, which is LA, Los Angeles's, um, what do they call it? Los Angeles Tourism Board. I think that's what the name of it, but it's, it's a DMO, just like Visit Anaheim may have a different kind of name, but it's the same thing. They do the same thing. And um, he mentioned that Darren several times, you know, that. You know, oh, yeah, you know, my counterpart, Darren, you know, we work on this, we work on that, which was not necessarily surprising to me, but it was good to hear that, you know, they're not on this island alone, especially during COVID. You know, it's it's good to pick up the phone or get on a Zoom and say, hey, we're doing this over here. What are you guys doing? So that that's good to collaborate. So just because you're in competition and I learned this from somebody a couple just a couple of years ago, you know, just because you. In the same business, uh, you may do the same things. You work for a different organization or you have your own business or whatever. Doesn't mean you're competing with people all the time. Um, You got to put that stuff aside and say, hey, let's collaborate. Let's learn from each other. We're on this island. We this this is uncharted territory. No one has been through a pandemic before. What are your best practices? How can I learn from you and, and how you can learn from me? You know, that kind of thing. So. That's what it's all about. So the Southern California, I take it that the Southern California DMOs have all, you know, maybe they had already formed an alliance, but now they're working probably a little bit more together. They're doing more collaboration and things like that. And that's how it should be. And one thing I mentioned last week to, um, to junior was, you know, I, I always had that mindset as a director of sales if say there's several hotels in your, in your market or your, your comps, your comp set or whatever, and the business doesn't, doesn't, they don't decide on any hotel in our comp set, meaning it, it goes somewhere else. That's what I'm ticked off. Not that I lost it to my competition, you know, you know, my main competition, the ones in my comp set, if as 
I get ticked off if it goes to another area. So say my last hotel, Universal City. So there's like three hotels, three or four hotels in that area, right? The Hilton, the Sheraton, the, um, the Beverly Garland. And, you know, if you want to go to Glendale, there's the Hilton there too. So let's just say those hotels were in there. So if it, if it went, if the, the bid came, we got RFPs or put out proposals for a piece of business for our area and we didn't get it, you know, and it went to another area, went to downtown. Well, then now I, I feel, I'm feeling some kind of way. Why did we lose that? But if I lost it to the Hilton, which is right next door, I, you know what? I'm okay because guess what's going to happen? They're going to take that group and I'm going to get some compression. So I'm still going to benefit from there because they're going to displace somebody, right? They may take a group, say they took a group of three or 400 people. Well, there's still a demand that's coming into the area. That means I'm going to get that. Right. So, but if it goes to another area, I'm not going to get it at all. So it didn't really matter to me. And a lot of people don't even think of it like this. You know, that's why it's, it's good to collaborate with your fellow director of sales. You know, the one across the street, the one next door, you know, uh, the one a couple blocks over because you never know, you know, when you're going to need them or when you're going to, you know, need to ask them questions and things like that. So it's not about, you know, competing, competing, competing. It's about collaboration, collaboration, collaboration. Okay. So boom, there you go. Um, Dylan says, I like that junior considers a win when an event returns to his state, a win. Yes. That's a healthy outlook. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, if it comes to the state because they compete, you know, destinations within the state, you know, of course they all compete with each other, but states are competing with other states. You know what I mean? So you want that, that money to come here to California. You don't want it to go to Oregon or to Florida or to New York. You know what I mean? So, you know, what? you just want to make sure you keep it in the state. If you don't get it, you know, okay, maybe next year. Because things happen. The way uh, major conventions work is they go east and west. Okay, so it may be um, here, uh, you know, this year on the West coast, but then it rotates. It's a rotating thing. So, but the West coast is not just California. The West coast can be Oregon, Washington, you know, New Mexico, Arizona, Colorado, you know, those are all West coast States. So if it just comes to your region, that's good, but you don't want it to go to, you know, like the Southeast region or, or, you know, you want to go to Texas or something like that. You want to make sure that you're at least keeping it in your state or in your region. So, so yeah, but no, that was great. Great information from from Junior. So thank you again, Junior, for that. And let's see, three things that I always talk about. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Be intentional, make decisions and take action on what's important to you. So whatever that is, make sure you're doing it. Be intentional about what you're trying to do. Be you. Right. Don't be trying to be someone else. And this can go with social media. This can go with anything. Right. So. Be you, be your authentic self. You know, don't try to be, I'm not trying to be Dylan. Okay. Dylan, not trying to be me, you know, or Lonnie, you know, we ain't trying to be each other. We're just trying to be ourselves. Right. Uh, we go a lot further if you just be you and stop trying to be someone else. You, people don't want imposters. Okay. So, um, and be represented because my representation matters. Yeah. It matters to me that I do this show. It matters to me that people that look like me can actually do this show. Okay, that they can start their own podcast. They can have 168 shows or more greater. Hopefully they they do more or they can work in a hotel um, 
and, and start as a housekeeping manager and work their way up. Okay. After they went to school, you know what I mean? I mean, there's, I, I like doing the show because like I said, it's not a lot of us to do it. Okay. There's a million people that do podcasts. Let me just say that there's over a million sh- podcast shows, right? Everybody like, I'm going to start doing a podcast. Like everybody does a podcast, but that's not the key. That's not the thing, right? Everybody can start it, but not everyone can continue it. That's the thing. So yeah, there's over a million podcasts, but how many of them are active? Okay. The, I've shared this before. The average number of podcast or a podcast episode or episodes is six. So for each podcast out there, the average one is, is six. So just because it's a million doesn't mean, you know, all million are still functioning to this day. No, they do six episodes. They're like, you know what? This is for the birds. No one's listening. You know, I don't like the negative feedback that I'm getting. You know what I mean? You got to have a thick, a thick skin to do some of these things, right? To put yourself out there, you got to have a thick skin because people will say some stuff. Okay. I get stuff on YouTube all the time and some of the stuff is in another language. I don't even know what the heck they're saying, but I know it ain't good. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my goodness. But you know what? I laugh about it and I, and I keep it moving. Right. So look at Avon. This game is not able to suppress equality in 2022 ceilings have already been shattered. Yes, 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 yes. Davon Reeves is doing her thing. And I'm going to talk about her in a minute. Tuesdays wouldn't be Tuesdays if Russell wasn't in the house live. Keep up the great work, my friend. Thank you so much, uh, Lonnie. I appreciate that. So, uh, but yeah, so just continue to do what you do. Number one, be intentional, make decisions and take action on what's important to you, whatever that is. Uh, number two, be you. Number three, be represented because your representation matter. Whoever the heck you are, it matters. Okay. Let's just, con- just continue to, to move it forward. Um, this, how to buy hotel. See, you just, I just segue into this in miss into miss Davon Reeves. So Dylan had just mentioned, uh, about Davon. Uh, Davon is a African-American woman who's like 35. I think she just had a birthday 35 or 30. Yeah. I don't want to 35 or 36. One of those two. Okay. So she wrote a book. In fact, I have the book here. I mean, you see the book there, but, um, I have the book here. Okay, where is it? Okay, there it is. I have the book there. Okay, she even signed it, you know, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, so I have the book here. Um, She's the real deal. She's changing the game. She is the only one that I know that has a book on how to buy a hotel. Yeah, after all the years I've been working in hotels, I don't know anyone that's ever sat down with anyone and say, hey, this is how you do it. You know, someone, I mean, you know, in – Maybe at home they do that, but not out there in the public, like so everyone can just see and glean that that information. You know, maybe just a select few, you know, were able to even know how to do this. Well, Devon Reeve changed that. Okay, so she basically she owns three hotels. That was last count. Now, I'm not sure how many she owns now, but she's helped countless people now with with but buying hotels. If not buying them, uh, investing in it. So this book basically it's like a workbook. I mean, I've wrote, written so many notes and highlighted a lot of things in there because it's information that I didn't know. And it seems to me now that I'm reading it, like that seems kind of simple. But if you don't, you don't know what you don't know. Right. So she basically it's an outline on how to buy or invest in a hotel. 
And her tips for that, she gave me three tips. Location, location, location. That's the most important thing. Is it near traffic generators? What's a traffic generator? Like the mall, uh, a housing complex, or um, an industrial park, a stadium, a movie, you know, a huge uh, entertainment center or something like that. So you want to make sure that the location Location is key because if you're out in the middle and in, in, um, in the desert of Black California, you know what? You people may not see you, right? If you're not near the freeway, no one's going to see you, right? So for hotels in Blythe, it behooves them to be right off the side of the freeway because you can see it. You can see the signage, right? So I'm just using Blythe as an example today. No ill will towards Blythe, okay? I'm from there, okay? So I just have to use somebody as an example. You know what I mean? So life happens to be it, and that's okay. Um, and the brand. The brand plays a big difference in there too, right? So a brand that you know, right? So a lot of people want to buy hotels, and they just want to make it, oh, the Russell Hotel. Well, everybody doesn't know the Russell Hotel. So there's proven brands that have done this that have been in certain markets, you know, and I had, I had to throw out the big three. I'll throw out, you know, Marriott, Hilton, um, IHG it stands for intercontinental, you know, the, the old holiday Inn. you know, you got to think about those brands because they have, they don't just have the big boxes. They have the small, they have economy, they have, you know, midsize, they have, um, what do they call them? select service hotels, right? So, you know, your courtyards, your Hilton garden ends, your Fairfield ends, you know, things like that. Those are the hotels that you want to buy. You're not trying to buy, you know, a big full service JW Marriott, because that's like a hundred million dollars. No one has that kind of, or some people do, but most people don't have that kind of money. So we're not talking about the same hotels that I would stay in. Oh, I love to stay at the, the Dale Coronado. Well, the Dale Coronado is like probably half a billion dollars, if not more. So, you know, you're not going to be able to buy that. So, but what about the, the Hilton Garden Inn is right down the street from there. You know, hotels like that, those are the ones you're talking about because those hotels make more money. They have more flow through, meaning your dollar goes in and, and there's something coming out on the other end a lot quicker than the other hotels. There's more cash flow opportunities in there. Uh, Lonnie Wolf says, well, how to clean a hotel is next, I think. Too many properties are beyond filter. You know what, Lonnie? You said something right there because... Okay. I was, um, my daughter and I, we walked to the parking lot to put some, uh, put some bags in the car. Okay. As we're walking back, I started noticing, you know, trash in the parking lot. And I said, and I, and I, you know, I'm saying this stuff out loud to my daughter. I said, um, I can't believe how, how, how much trash is in this parking lot. Now this park, this hotel uh, shared a parking lot with another hotel too. Right. So, but it didn't matter from, it didn't matter if it was the hotel I was staying in or the one next door, there's still a lot of litter. I'll just call that litter in the parking lot. And I said, my, and that, this is what I said, I said, my hotel would never look like this. There would be somebody, even if it had to be the GM, he or she would be out there walking. Cause this is what I used to do it. One of those, you know, scoopers, the broom and the dustpan, you know, I was walking around you know, and, and picking that stuff up because if I didn't have someone to do it, that means I had to do it. Right. So if it was too early, cause I got to work early. Right. And I don't want, you never want the guests to walk by and they have to walk from the building to his or her car. Right. Or if they're parking in the parking lot, they got to work, walk from their car to the building. So 
when there's guests, a path for the guests to walk through, you don't want trash there or litter or whatever you want to call it. You want to make sure that stuff is picked up. So, Lana, you hit it on the head. Um, there's another situation where one of the meeting rooms was not ready and it had it had some litter on the floor. I'm like, well, hello. You knew that this group was coming in here and they did it. They got it taken care of. But first, first impressions are the key. You And you hit it right there, Lonnie. So I wasn't going to say that until you you just jogged my memory. And you saw how I reacted right when I saw that. <laughs> so but that's important. That's important. It's not just important to the guests that you have. It's it's for the new guests, or maybe the guests that has or that potential guests that may be on the fence about using your hotel, but because they drove through the parking lot and saw it was littered with just trash beyond belief, they say, you know what, I'm going next door, or I'm gonna go down the street. I mean, that's how people react. I mean, that's how I would, right? So, you know, it just you just have to do it. You just have to do it. First impressions are the key. Lonnie says, I have some doozy photos coming up next week. The GM couldn't care. See, it, and that's another thing. You know, the GMs, people don't care. Well, I'm not going to say everybody doesn't care. I can't say that. I can't label everybody that doesn't care. But there's enough blame to go around, okay? We need to do, we need to do better, okay? We need to do a lot better um, with cleanliness, um, uh, hospitality and and that's part of hospitality being cleanliness uh, or having cleanliness is part of hospitality so we have to because it's how you make someone feel so if the place is trash how are you going to feel if there's trash all over the place you ain't gonna feel too good right but if it was clean you'd be like oh wow it's a pretty clean hotel you'll 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 um let some other things slide if the place is clean right you you will i mean it's just human nature managers could learn from lonnie how to get and take responsibility for their property. Yes, Lonnie's the real deal. So please follow Lonnie Wolf on every social media platform that he's on, at least uh, on LinkedIn. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much. And um, I forgot to mention that this is a very interactive show, right? So as you can see, I'm taking all these comments. I'm reading these comments. No matter what I'm talking about, if I see some comments, I'm going to read those comments and say and tell you exactly who made those comments. So that's what this show is all about. It's, 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 we're very interactive. Um, and that's how I want it. Right. And that's how we want it to be. And I appreciate like people like Dylan and Lonnie and Marsha and Charles and whoever else is on there. Uh, and please feel free to, to chime in uh, people and just say, Hey, just say, Hey, I'm so-and-so and I'm from here and I appreciate you. I, well, if that's what you want to say, you know, or give me the finger. I don't know, whatever you want to do. Um, I probably won't say it. Yeah, I will say it. You know, yo, so-and-so gave me the finger, you know, but anyway, so just make sure you guys know, I just want to make sure you guys know that this is interactive. You can say things, you can make comments. I will make sure I read your comment, providing that it is, you know, on the level, meaning it's not out there. Uh, Thank you kindly. Yes. Okay. So what's next? What's next? So I get on these tangents and I forget where the heck I am. Oh, I was talking about how to buy a hotel. So buy that book. It's, it's available on Amazon. Did I say that already? It is available on Amazon. And sorry, I hit the thing to make some noise. So so make sure you guys buy that book and, and see. It's like I said, it's a, it's a workbook. It's, it's basically a workbook on how to buy a hotel. Who's your best advocate? I ask this question all the time. You are. 
Okay, you are. If no one's gonna believe what did you do, if you if you don't believe it, if you don't exude, you know, confidence in what you're doing, uh, or that you like what you do, no one's gonna believe it. Okay, so you're your best brand advocate. So make sure you're doing things that benefit your brand, benefit you, because the brand starts with you. Uh, doesn't matter who you work for. Um, I'm, you know, I, I'm the CEO of Russell of hotels. Okay. But, but you see me Russell, right? You have a conversation with me. You don't have a conversation with the company. Okay. It's me. So I'm the brand that represents that brand. Okay. So, and you're the brand that represents your brand. So how they see you, they're going to buy you before they buy anything that you're selling or servicing or whatever. So just remember that. Uh, did the reunion excel at nine meat eats? <sighs> um, well, I grilled, um, Dylan, I did grill burgers and dogs and we did have, um, beyond meat burgers and veggie burgers. Okay. So we did have that. So it excelled there. I mean, the people that wanted them had them. Uh, we did also do Turkey, you know, Turkey and regular beef burgers for everyone else. Um, the, the dinner itself, I ended up because some of the, 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 um, the, the choices, I think they did have a salad on it that I could have eaten, but I didn't do the salad route. I just did another veggie burger and it was actually pretty good. I had a veggie burger for the banquet. It was probably the most expensive one I've ever had, <laughs> but I didn't want to eat the other stuff because for everyone else, they had chicken, they had fish, um, mashed, mashed potatoes or something like that. You know, things that are made in like butter and things like that. So I, I, and I'm okay with that. I, I, I chose to bow out from that, those things. They did have salad, but I think the salad dressing was, um, they probably had, um, what is it? Vinaigrette or whatever, but I didn't even eat a salad. So, but, um, it didn't excel, but there's options. Let's just say that. They, you know, didn't excel, no. Because there's not that many. If there was more non-meat-eat people, then, yeah, it probably would have gotten a lot better. I mean, not better, but it went well. But we probably had more choices for people like myself, people like myself, non-meat-eat people. But because the majority are meat-eaters, you know, we have to go with the majority. So there you go. The fish was good. Yeah, I did hear the consensus, the consensus was the fish was was pretty darn good. I heard that from several people and now another person. So Marsha can attest that the fish was good. Okay, so very good. There, there you go, Delta Hotel. Thumbs up on the fish. Keep it, keep doing it. Keep doing the fish like you're doing it. <laughs> oh my goodness. How do you increase social media engagement? You know, these things, you know, I'm all I'm big on social media, meaning I'm a big proponent of social media. Uh, increase social media engagement, uh, be consistent. You have to be consistent. You can't do it once in a while. You got to do it all the time, right? The second one, value. Make sure you're adding value. Make sure you're helping someone out, right? Um, someone else is getting something out of this. So that's value. Uh, and then be authentic. I, it goes back to being yourself, right? So be your authentic self, so increasing social media engagement, be consistent, add value. So like maybe somebody's on here that wants to, maybe it's, let's just say I knew there's a bunch of people that, that, that wanted to plan a family reunion. Well, I gave value because I talked about, you know, some of the important things of planning a family reunion, you know, have a committee, 
So everyone is not doing everything, you know, chasing your tail, right? You got several people that are doing things and you stick to your lane, right? You don't deviate into someone else's lane, right? And get ran over, you know what I mean? So that's value. That's adding value, right? So that's just an example. And then, like I said, authentic, be you, be your authentic self. The next thing. And then after you know all that stuff, um, what are the tools that you would use? Use IG Reels. I'm big on the IG Reels, right? I, I'm still big on that. And, uh, and do lives, right? So, and I always say this. I do this radio, uh, this hospitality talk show, right? I do that on Tuesday, but that's not the only thing I do all week. If, I, if this was the only thing I did on week, that's not enough. It's not enough for people to know who I am or what I do, right? So I do the show on Tuesday, but I do the IG Reels uh, other days and I do lives on other days. So they all support. So the, the show, the IG reels support the show. The show supports the lives, the lives support the reels, the reels support the show. So you see what I'm saying? It's just this cycle that you got to continue to do because one thing is not enough. Okay. I'm telling you, it's not enough. People would not know. I mean, and people still need to know who I am or what I do or what I stand for. That means I have to do more. I have to be consistent. It goes back to being consistent. Okay. So make sure, but reels are good because it pairs video with music. Okay. You get to choose a snippet of, of a song that go along with your video. Right. And if it's a, a song that, that is popular, your video will get a lot more views and that's just how the reels work. So just continue that. And any questions at all, you can always ask me because that's what I'm here to do. Who's hiring? Now, this has been a hot button for me, meaning I don't like some of the things that are happening as far as hiring. Um, Or maybe it's the lack of hiring. I don't know. Because there's people out there that are looking for gigs. That's a job. They're looking for jobs, but what is it with the same positions being open all the time? Are they hiring people and they're, they're not, they're not working out. I I don't know what it is. And then from what I've seen and what I've heard and what I've experienced myself, because, you know, I wanted to see how this thing worked because people have been telling me like, Hey, you know, I apply for these jobs and never hear from them. Um, So I said, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to apply for some jobs and see if I hear from them. And they're right. They, I don't hear from them either. So what is going on out there? Are people, do they want to hire people? Uh, at least have a conversation, at least say, boo, you know, I, we're not going to hire you something. Right. But see, this is, th- there's a, there's a weeding out process. Okay. And I'm going to tell you what the weeding out process is. And I hate to go on this tangent, but I, I feel I need to, it has to do with these um, assessments. Okay, so say you apply for a job and automatically they send you an assessment. They want to see what type of person you are or how you're able to handle a certain thing. Didn't they do those assessments after you were hired? And then remind you, mind you, these are the same people that had jobs prior to COVID, but because of COVID, they were laid off or furloughed or whatever you want to put it, and they just chose not to go back to those hotels, right, or those jobs, not just hotels, but jobs in general. Well, now these people want to get back in the workforce, and these same people that were working for years now are not able to get a job. What is, you know, what's, what's going on? And I, like I said, I, I mentioned this assessment thing because all these things are a weeding out process. Okay. Like, okay, well, 
if they can't answer this, then we're not, we don't even want them. Okay. But what is happening, and this is just me saying this, this is my, my own thinking, is that the people that they are hiring based on these lame assessments are not working out. Okay. Because one, they don't have the experience. They don't know what it takes to, 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 to work in this environment. Because remember they're looking, hotels are looking for more to get more than for to get more out of people than less. What, what am I trying to say? <laughs> they're trying to get more with less. They're trying to get more stuff and less people. Okay. That's what I'm trying to say. So, you know, like I said, this is just me saying this. This is me. This is but this is how I'm thinking, right? Because I've tried to do it myself just to see, not saying that I, you know, I'm, um, I have the experience for every position, but a lot of them I do. But I just want to see if I'm going to get a, a return email uh, saying that, no, we've, we've moved on. Uh, we, you know, you're not the right candidate for us. We're not the right fit. Whatever that is, I want to see what they're saying, Right. And I've applied just to, just to test it, just to see. And I can say that I didn't get anything. And it's been several weeks. And these, some of these same positions keep opening up, reopening. So enough with the assessment test. I don't know what you're trying to prove or what the hotel companies are trying to prove. Um, but like I said, the same people that had these jobs, now they're going back to work, or at least they're trying to go back to work. And they're not getting the time of day. And I talk to people all the time. So I'm not just going half cocked on this conversation. Um, Well, it's a one-way conversation, right? So I'm just telling you. So who's hiring? Now that I've gone gone there, do a live, invite policy and Waldine and watch the chatter. Yes, 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 yes. So um, who's hiring? Hotel Fig. That's Hotel Figueroa. They're looking for an associate DOS. And this is in downtown L.A. And this position was open about a month ago. Now, did they hire someone? Did they not hire someone? Because it, they reposted the position. So it wasn't the same position because I only I will only post positions that are not a week old, that are less than a week old, less than seven days. So this one was like five days old. OK, so this was posted five days ago. It was reposted from several months ago. So it's not the same posting. Right. So what is that telling me? Did they hire someone and it didn't work out? Did they not hire someone? I don't know. I don't know. But someone out there knows. So, okay, Hotel Fig, Associate Director Sales. That's in downtown L.A. Um, Hotel Figueroa, they're looking for a a Director of Entertainment Sales. Same hotel. That position was open as well. Uh, Courtyard Marriott. Now, this is a new one. I hadn't seen this one before. Courtyard Marriott and Woodland Hills. They're looking for a Director of Sales. Paseo Hotel and Spa, Huntington Beach. Love that hotel. They're looking for a director of business transient and travel sales. And then Embassy Suites, Valencia. They're looking for a director of sales. Now, there are more positions available, but I said I'm not going to go through all these. <laughs> so I didn't. But, yeah, so it's just starting me to wonder, what are they looking for? The people that were working before aren't good enough anymore? Is there some new mandate that we need uh, to assess everyone prior to getting a job when these people were working before? I, I, I'm just and, and these people have the people that I talk to, uh, they have tons of experience and they're not all and they're not um, 
all old if that's what if, if it's getting to some age discrimination thing it's not these are these are they're seasoned people meaning they've been in the business for a while and they know what they're doing right they're not old they're not over retirement age they're not not that that it would even have an issue you should have an issue with that you want the best people okay you want the people that are able to if it's salespeople, you want the people that are able to go out and get business and i know people now that will run circles over a lot of people that work in these hotels now. I'm just going to say it. So call me. I'll find someone for you. Okay. If you're serious about finding employees, finding sales associates, specifically general managers, call me, reach out to me and I'll find these people for you because I have a, I, I know people, people call me all the time looking for certain things. What do you think about this job? What do you think about that? You know, I'm like, well, that position has been open several times, you know, just so you know. I don't know what's going on over there, but it's been open several t- several times. So I don't get it. But maybe somebody can let me know, you know. Let me know what's going on. Anyone out there can help me? Maybe not. I don't know. Woo. Okay. You can tell, you can tell that, that one, that one is setting, it doesn't set well with me because like I said, these positions have been open over and over again. And I can't believe that after a month, no one's working out. I just don't think they're hiring people, but anyway, and you know what? And let me just jump on this one, one more thing. There's a friend of mine who's doing task force. Task force is, for hotels, task force, she's a task force salesperson. So task force is for hotels that don't have a permanent person in that position. So this particular hotel is hiring a bunch of task force people because they just don't have enough people. They don't have, they have one permanent salesperson. So everyone else is task force. So they bring people from all over the country. You, so you're telling me that they cannot find people in this popular destination at this beautiful hotel that they can't find five people to work. They want to work permanently. I just, I really find it hard to believe. And I just got this call yesterday. Okay. And I'm like, are you serious? They brought her in to do task force. And these people from around the country. So they're flying people in from the East coast to the West coast to work at a hotel because they can't find anybody in their backyard to work at that hotel. Is there something wrong with this picture? It is. Yeah. So I'm done on that. But as you can tell, um, it doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense to me. If somebody can, like I said, shed some light, maybe I'm seeing something wrong. Um, if you're seeing something different than what I'm seeing, please let me know. Because I don't get it. Anyway, real quick. Okay. Uh, Non-meat non-meat eats. Of course, every week I go to a new non-meat eat place. So after the reunion, I wanted some non-meat eats. So we went to this place called the Green Tomato Grill. The Green Tomato Grill in, in the OC. That's Orange County, right? Um, so it's a place that has... They have vegan options, okay? So it's not a completely vegan place. You know, a lot of restaurants have vegan options, right? So they can veganize anything, right? So I got this Greek salad wrap. You talk about good, okay? You, you get to choose your protein, right? Which was, for me, it was tofu. But they have this hummus in there, 
and it was kind of spicy, had a little kick to it. I was like, oh man, this is this is the real deal. Okay. And then I got some um some um what do you call it? Uh cauliflower wings, like fried buffalo cauliflower wings. Uh, you talk about crunchy? Oh my god. Uh delish. And that's called the Green Tomato Grill in Orange County. Okay. So man. You talking about some good stuff. You talking about some grub. It was it was grub, okay? It was definitely grub. So, ooh, man. I I I'm going to go back there today. You know, I'm I'm going to get off the show and go back there. I'm going to drive 30 minutes to get there. Or 30 miles. It's not going to be 30 minutes. Real quick, real quick. Uh what do I do? People always ask me, you know, you do all this ranting and raving, but what do you really do? I'm a brand show off. So, brand show off to me is a content creator. For specifically, you know, people in the industry, hotel, hospitality industry, hotels, restaurants and um, tourism boards, DMO, CVBs, that kind of stuff. So um, I only do if you see any postings that I do uh, other than the reunion that I just did, because that was more of a personal thing. But it was hotels. So it's still hotels and tourism, but hotels, tourism and non meat eats. Those are things that I talk about. I post about. I'm passionate about. Those are the things. So I do content creating for all three of those. Right. So but the brand show off means I'm showing I'm the brand that's showing off your brand because every brand needs to be noticed. OK, so there you go. That's one thing. Hotel site selection. I do that. Like, say, for the reunion, my job is to find uh, the next site, the next hotel for our family reunion. Right. I mean, I do other companies, organizations. But like I said, uh, my role in our and our family committee is to be a height a site selection expert. And that's what I do. So I found that hotel, the Delta hotel, because it, it worked well with our particular group because you gotta, you gotta look at the mixture of people. Not everybody is mobile, not everybody's young. So you gotta make sure it's not a big, it's, it's not too big where there's a lot of walking involved, which this was not at a single tower uh, and then from the elevator to the restaurant, from the elevator to the front desk, to outside, from elevator to the banquet space was not, it was probably less than, you know, 20 steps, you know, something like that from the elevator. So you want to make sure that you keep all that stuff in, in mind when you're, when you're planning something for, especially a family re- reunion. But it's the same thing when you're planning for a, a corporation or things like that. I mean, there may be different things, different you know, things that you're talking about, but you need, you need, you always want to know who your clientele are, you know, do they have any, um, you know, disabilities and things like that. So you want to make sure you take that all to an account. So when you choose a destination, you're not choosing, you got, you know, half the people have some type of disability and it's uh, disability, you know, like walking or something like that. And then you choose a Vegas hotel when the big box hotels, you know, that has 5,000 rooms and 150,000 square feet of meeting space. Well, everyone needs a wheelchair, right, to get there. So you have to make sure you think about that stuff. Not saying it's not doable, but you want to make sure that they're, you know, they have the capability of getting those things in order to get around those hotels. So you got to make sure you think about all those different things because that can be a nightmare if you didn't think about those things. So there you go. What else? And the show, I'm a show producer. I'm not just the host, I'm the producer too. And I'm one of the, what is that? Top 25 social media influencers 
in Hospitality 2021, Top 30 Podcast, On Air at Russell Hotels, one of the top 30s in the world uh, for 2021, and then one, 100 Most Powerful People in the USA for, for Hospitality in 2022. Those, um, all these three things I'm very proud of. Okay, so I just, I just have to say it. I'm very proud to, to have those. And thank you so much to the International Hospitality Institute for that dis- distinction or those distinctions. Contact information if you want, ever want to get a hold of me, especially after that rant about, you know, if you have information, you want to talk to me, you can either email me, russell at russellofhotels.com, or you can call me. Go to my website, russellofhotels.com. My phone number is there. Call me. We can talk. We can talk about it. Social media. Oh, this is my social media, whatever uh, platforms that I'm on. LinkedIn, IG, YouTube, Twitter, uh, at Russell of Hotels. LinkedIn is Russell Edmond, E-D-M-O-N-D. And then I'm on TikTok as well. We're proud of you. Oh, thank you, Skip. I appreciate that. Um, One thing I always talk about, um, ask your, one thing I always say, one thing to ask yourself, I'm just tongue tied today. One thing to ask yourself, what are you doing to keep your brand relevant? What are you doing? If you're a brand um, and you're trying to reach people, well, what are you doing to, to keep yourself relevant? Because people want to know people, people want to see you post things, right? If you're doing the social media thing, well, that's the only way you can really reach people via social media, right? So you want to make sure you're being consistent with that. And I mentioned that a little while ago, but you know, I'm, I'm reiterating, obviously. So just make sure, you know, you're doing things to do that. Now, I'm running out of time, but, you know, that's okay. I'm going to go a little over. I, I had a couple quotes that I wanted. Now, these are quotes that um, wear a Bermuda. <laughs> okay, Dylan, enough with the hats. I wrote these quotes a while back, right? So I have like, two, and I didn't realize I did so many. Every now and then I get these things in my head and I say, you know what? I'm going to write this down. So I started to write these quotes down. Right. And these are my own, you know, no one, you know, said here, I got them out of a book. No, I wrote, these are my own. So I'm just going to go through them just the, I mean, I have like 20, but I'm not going through 20 and maybe I get to two today and then do some next week. So the first one says, no matter how strong you think your brand is, there is someone who doesn't know it exists. Man, that just falls into the hands of posting on social media, right? So we may think our brand is strong, but there's someone that hasn't seen it, right? So that's why you continue to post. You can't post one time and, oh, well, they know who I am. Well, how do you know that? Because I posted something. Well, how many times did you post? Well, I posted one time. Well, you can't post things one time. Okay, you have to continue to post things. Make sure it's relevant, right? Make sure it's adding value and make sure you're being yourself. Okay, so that's it goes back to those things that I talked about. So I posted, I don't know if it was this one, no matter how, no, this one, this one's new. I just came up with this one today. I posted one last week, uh, and I think it may be one of the ones today, I can't remember, but it had like 5,000 views. And it, it was, and, and all these comments like, right, you know, you're absolutely right, and and this and that or whatever, whatever. So remember to post things. I mean, people want to know who you are. People want to know what you're about, right? So beyond the other stuff that I do, you know, I'm starting to write little quotes. And like I said, I I just come up with them. I don't know. They just hit me. 
sometime in the middle of the night. And I'm like, I hope I remember this in the morning because I'm not getting up to write it. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I, I just been writing quotes and I think I have about 25 um, that I've been writing since, um, you know, since I started this show, probably just, just, just this year. But yeah, no matter how strong you think your brand is, there is someone who doesn't know it exists. So you post for the person that hasn't seen your post yet. That's why you have to continue continuously do it. Okay. So you're not just posting for the people. Now you post for the, that person that didn't see it. Okay. So continue to do it. You can't just stop with one. Mm, the second one for me, social media has even the marketing playing field. How else can I reach connect and collaborate with potential clients anywhere in the world at any time. Where else could you do that? Somebody help me out. You know, help me out and understand. Is there another way you can do this? Other than social media? If it wasn't for social media, I wouldn't know Dylan. I wouldn't know um, 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 Lonnie. Okay. I wouldn't know Paula C. You know, uh, Waldine. These people are in Peru. Uh, Waldine's in Peru. Okay, policy, she's just in Rio de Janeiro, but she lives in Brazil. So I wouldn't know these people. We've collaborated on things. Um, we do lives. And, you know, and, and then it's interesting to just to see the world is big, but it's really small. Right. Especially now the social media is there. You can reach anybody. You can collaborate and you can make money with people. You know what I mean? So you can the same marketing things I do here. I can do for someone around the world. Because we're that connected, it, it, it just basically made it simplified it for us. Social media has done that. It's even the marketing playing field. And what I mean by that, you know, um, I remember being a, a, a young director of sales or early in my sales career, right? Everybody, you know, if we could do like TV and radio, that would be great. You know what I mean? Because it was so expensive. It was, it was so out of reach to get to that because it costs a lot of money to do that, even to run ads on radio to put them in LA times or, or whatever publication. It was crazy. Now you can do it. Right. So you get, it evens the, the playing field for these big companies because the only the big companies that had a lot of millions of dollars could do it. Now Russell of hotels can do it. Right. I can teach, I can reach some of the same people that they can. So why not do it? So I'll read it again. For me, social media has even the marketing playing field. How else can I reach, connect, and collaborate with potential clients anywhere in the world at any time? So, I mean, just make sure you're using it to its, you know, to its, uh, you know, the cap to its capability, you know, to its highest capability. Uh, we know one uh, one another's strength. We could refer someone with legitimate needs to a trusted source. Yes. That is correct. And I'm going to do one more here. Um, it's not about the site tour. It's about who's doing the site tour. Now, this is hotel people or CVB people or DMO people. So a site tour is basically you're showing a client around, right? So a client may have been at the hotel before. They may, this may be the first time coming. Um, it could be they've, um, they already signed an agreement to come to your hotel, but they never seen it. Right. They may have signed it sight unseen, but now they're coming for a site tour. So whatever it is, you want to make sure you're knowledgeable. Right. So it's not about the site tours who who's giving it. Right. And you want to make sure you're you know, you want to make sure your brand is showing you're showing off your brand. Right. 
meaning you, right? Because they're going to buy you. So say they haven't committed to this hotel yet and it's going to, you're doing the site inspection and then they're going across the street to your competition. Well, you have to show off. You got to make sure you, your, your information is on point. Make sure you you anticipate the questions they're going to ask you. Make sure you know something about this person, right? That's why we have LinkedIn, right? That's why I have Google. I mean, I would Google the heck out of these people. You know, if Russell of hotels, I, and I'll give you a, a quick, quick thing. Okay. I was doing the site inspection at some hotel in Vegas and I can't remember. It was the Hyatt. It was a Hyatt, Hyatt place. Okay. And, um, I actually was staying there too. Okay. So this woman knew everything about me. She knew that I was all in the nine meat eats. She did. All she did was looked at my website or looked at my postings. So she took it serious enough where she can have a conversation with me. Hey, I see you do non meat eats. What is that? You know, are you a vegan or vegetarian, whatever? And I told her what I was and I said, well, how'd you know? She goes, why well, look, I did my research. I did LinkedIn and, and YouTube and all this kind of stuff. And she found out about me and that's what we have to do, right? We just can't, we can't have all these tools at our disposal and don't use them. So, you know, you need to turn it on during these site inspections because that can be the difference from getting the business or losing the business. Okay. But it all starts with you because the brand is you. You just happen to be representing this hotel. Okay. But the brand they buy is you. Okay. So, and believe me after that, I've sent so much business to this, this hotel is ridiculous. Okay. Just because of that. And then I stayed the night, right? She knows I drink, um, Gosh, I can't think of the beer. It was like Modelo or something like that. And I don't know, even know where I even mentioned that. I don't think I mentioned that anywhere. Maybe it was a picture, but she had like, like the two different types of Modelo. She had the dark and the light. I was like blown away. I'm like, where do I sign? <laughs> sign me up for whatever. I don't know what I'm signing for, but sign me up because I mean, that just, that's hospitality, right? Hospitality is how, you, you are made to feel right by someone. It, it's, it's person to person. It's not the building that you get hospitality. It's the person that you're doing business with. Okay. And she has a client for life. Okay. I'm telling you, if I'm going to Vegas, in fact, we have a, our next reunion would be in Vegas. She'd be the first hotel that I send an RFP to just because of that. Right. I don't know if their hotel, it may not be big enough for our banquet, but, um, I got a call there, but anyway, but uh, anyway, let me get off of this. I, I've gone a little over. I've gone like 15 minutes over and I did not mean to do that, but uh, I'll share the other quotes with you um, next week. So thank you so much for watching. And I may be remote next week. I'm not sure, but we're going to see, but thank you so much for watching show number 168 of on air with Russell of hotels. I do appreciate you. I don't take it lightly that you guys do tune in and listen to me but anyway you guys have a great day it's taco tuesday i'm not sure what i'm cooking today but it'll be something nah, on eats. air with Peace. russell of hotels please tune in every tuesday at 1 p.m as we talk to other hospitality professionals your feedback is important to russell feel free to email him at russell at russellofhotels.com with any questions or suggestions until next time Try not to be a person of success, rather become a person of great value.